Welcome to the Evolution Podcast, the best place to learn how you can evolve into the person you need to be to accomplish every one of your goals. I'm your host, Oliver Brito, aka the Positivity Chef, and it's time to start cooking. Let's go. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Evolution Podcast. Before we even get into today's episode, I want to set the expectation for all the listeners out there. I listen to so many podcasts by brilliant people, and the one thing that I don't like is the amount of fluff they just add into their podcasts. I listen to these episodes that are an hour and a half long, and the value that they provide is so spaced out, and you literally have to listen to an hour and a half long episode just to get their whole message but they could have relayed that message in 20, 25 minutes. Listen, it could be a marketing technique, I don't care what the technique is, but on this podcast in general, there's never gonna be fluff. It's gonna be straight to the point, straight value, no longer than a 30 minute episode, unless I really have a lot, a lot of value to relay that day. Because at the end of the day, my goal with this podcast is to relay value to the listeners, so you can better yourselves after listening to it. All the knowledge that I've accumulated over the past few years of my research, my study, and my experiences, that's what I wanna relay to you all through this podcast. That's why I'm creating this in general. I'm not creating this for any ulterior motive, or just to have long episodes with ads in the middle of them and just with fluff. I don't like listening to those. I don't expect that my listeners will like to listen to those. I don't know, maybe some people do. They like hearing that fluff, that conversation. That's not gonna happen on this podcast. Rarely, if anything, if we have an interview episode, but mainly this podcast is gonna be value-driven, right to the point. All right, so let's get started. I named this episode Evolve, the first episode of the Evolution Podcast because I want to let everybody know what I mean when I say the word evolve. We all see this word everywhere from humans evolving from caveman to where we are to today. You see like in superhero movies, the superhero has to evolve into their highest form in order to go back and defeat the villain. But why am I using this word and why am I so fascinated by it? Honestly, I've just been studying, in the last two years, I've been studying the world's and history's most successful people. And these people, truly, throughout their lives, they each evolved from a person that was not able to accomplish what they have accomplished in their lifetime. But through rigorous study, trial and error, experiences, they were able to evolve into such an influential person. And that's why after studying people like Abraham Lincoln, Henry Ford, Andrew Carnegie, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, and many more, I've seen that they weren't born the genius. Maybe they're born with a specific higher IQ, that could, that's an arguable topic. But they weren't born the genius that they are today or the genius that they died. They had to evolve into that genius through their study, through the people they surrounded themselves with, through a lot of different characteristics and traits. So I've studied these people for the last couple years. And through my study, I've realized that they have five common traits. Each of them, the world's most influential people, the people that really changed the way that we live. Thomas Edison inventing the light bulb, Henry Ford inventing the automobile, those type of people. That's who I've been studying for the last few years. And I've found that they have five key traits, right? That they all share, commonalities. And those five commonalities I was able to put into a strategy that I call the five pillars of evolution. And that's why I'm so fascinated by this term because each of them evolved into their highest form essentially. 
So the five pillars of evolution starts with first the motivational pillar. The motivational pillar is essentially your why, your purpose. What motivates you to get up on a daily basis and grind? What motivates you to get better and better every day? If we look at 95% of the population today, we see that there's a lack of motivation. People just are stuck in their comfort zone. They do the same thing over and over. They never strive for greatness. They don't want to try and take risk to get to the next level. They're just on level three and they're fine with it and they die that way. So the key to tapping into your highest potential is being driven, being determined to be better. The second pillar is the spiritual pillar. The spiritual pillar has nothing to do with religion. I know a lot of people confuse this term. They, they think spiritual, they immediately go to the religious beliefs and it can become a controversial topic. The spiritual pillar has nothing to do with religion. Spirituality has to do with the non-physical elements in our world. If you look at the universe, we look at the, the earth in general, there's a lot of physical characteristics, everything that we could see and it's in front of us, anything that's tangible, but the non-physical, that's the spiritual aspect. Everything like the energies that we feel, the vibrations, frequencies, all of that is spirituality. And the spiritual pillar is all about getting more in tuned with the universe, the universal laws, vibrations, different energies, so we can operate at a higher frequency and be more positioned to become successful. Pillar number three is emotional intelligence. Emotional, the emotional pillar is broken down into three segments. Emotional intelligence, emotional awareness, and emotional control. Because emotions are the most powerful forces in the universe. They directly influence our actions. And since our emotions directly influence our actions, if we take a step back and look at how any result is created, it starts with a thought, leads to some words, goes into an action, and that action produces a result. And your cumulative results create the person you are today. Plain and simple. So our emotions are the starting point of that process. And by being able to control our emotions, we are then able to control our thoughts and actions. And that's extremely powerful. Each of the people I've studied have stressed that emotional control is huge. Think about it. Think about how powerful our emotions really are. When you look at people that are depressed, they feel that the action they need to take, unfortunately, is suicide. Emotions are powerful enough to convince somebody that they need to commit suicide. Think about anger. Anger is strong enough to convince somebody to do something that could make them risk their lives or get put in jail for the rest of their lives. And they regret it after the anger emotion goes away. That's one side of the spectrum. That's a negative emotion side of the spectrum. We dive into positive emotions, negative emotions, a whole entire spectrum and how you can control them. We're going to do that on this podcast going forward. But the positive side of the emotional spectrum can really influence a lot, a lot of success. You see the extreme side, the suicide, the anger, risking your life. Now what is the positive extreme? It's what all the people I've studied have focused on. We're able to control their emotions so they could focus only on that extreme positive, like the joy, the happiness, the excitement, the love, the faith. Those are the emotions that bring success. So we're gonna talk about how to control our emotions and how to focus on that positive side so you could better your life in general. The fourth pillar is the physical pillar. The physical pillar is, like I said, spiritual is a non-physical. Physical is the actual physical world. But specifically talking about our physical bodies. 
I like to call our physical body our divine machine because that's how we operate in this physical world. We operate through our physical bodies. And a lot of people, especially nowadays, they don't take care of their bodies at all. I like to use a reference. I, I compare a body to a car. I have a BMW 435 M Sport, right? I put premium gas in that car. Why? Because they told me if I put regular gas, it's not that good for my engine. So the consumption, my car has to consume a higher quality um, gas in order to perform at its top capabilities, right? Have the highest performance. Same thing with our bodies. What we consume is the food that we eat. And a lot of people recommend that we eat a lot of healthy foods so we can operate at our highest level of productivity, but most people don't, they eat the junk food. That's what ruins and dirties their bodies from the inside. So consumption is one part of the physical pillar. The second part is exercise or maintenance. That's what I call it. Think about back to the car example, right? If I just drive my car and I never get an oil change, I never do any maintenance to my car, it's gonna fall apart. It's not gonna operate at its peak level of performance. It's not going to. We all maintain our cars, but we don't maintain our bodies. How do you maintain your body? Through exercise, through practices like yoga, meditation, just stretching, making sure your body is healthy to prevent injuries so you could have a longer lifetime. If I don't take care of my car, I don't care if it's a 2020 or 2021, it's not gonna last that long. If, same thing with your body. If you don't take care of your body, it's not going to last that long. You're gonna start getting injured. You're gonna, your knees are gonna hurt, your lower back. You're gonna have all these problems. You're gonna be like, oh, everything happens to me. No, that's just a product of your actions. If your actions were aligned with taking care of your body from now on, you'll be able to be that 65, 70 year old who you see jogging down. You're like, oh, God bless that person. No, that, they just have a really good way of maintaining their body. That's why they're still able to jog while most 40 year olds can't even get out of bed in the morning. So that's, a, that's the maintenance part. The last part is rest. Back to the car example. If I'm driving my car and I'm redlining it everywhere I go, I'm gonna blow my engine, I'm gonna blow my transmission. Comparing that back to our human bodies, that's the burnout phase. If you don't rest properly, your brain is not going to work the right way. You're gonna burn out. You're gonna go into burnout. And I've been in burnout and it's the worst thing ever. And you try to go so fast because you wanna get a lot of things done. And that's the leading cause of burnout because you try to get a lot of things done, but it's actually counterproductive. Because when you go into burnout phase, you can't get anything done. And then you, in order to get out of it, you have to take two, three, maybe even four weeks off just to get your brain regulated again. Trust me, I went through it. It took me over a month and a half just to get back into it. And while you're in burnout stage, you don't really get anything done. You just get stressed. You think you're getting stuff done. You're st sitting, staring at your computer. Nothing's getting done because your brain's not working properly. It's like you're, everything is short-circuited. And any work you produce, you hate it because it's not good. So you're actually really being counterproductive. So rest is the last segment of the physical pillar. And last, but definitely not least, is the financial pillar. This could be controversial, because when you think about the financial pillar, a lot of people consider money. That's what you should think about, money. And a lot of people, for some weird reason, they hate money. They give money such a negative connotation. Money is the root of all evil. Money doesn't make you happy. You're right, money does not make you happy. It's definitely not the root of all evil, though, unless that's the way you want to look at it. Money is not good nor bad. Money is just necessary. Think about it. For the food that you eat, what do you need? Money. For the water you drink, what do you need? Money. For the air that you breathe, you don't think you need money for that? Well then go wait till the end of the year when you have to pay real estate tax. When you have to pay all these different taxes just for living in a certain area. Nothing's free. Everything costs money, 
right? And with that knowledge, don't just have a negative outlook on life. Oh, everything is costs money. This is this is horrible. No, no, don't look at it like that. You have to acknowledge that yes, everything costs money. So now, how do I get money? That's it. That's how history's most successful people have been able to make that large influence. They knew everything costs money. They didn't start looking at all the negative side and acting like a victim and complaining. They're like, all right, everything costs money. I need money for everything to make a big, big impact in this world. I need money. How do I get money? Simple. Avoid all the nonsense. How do I get money? So I broke down the financial pillar into three main topics. And those topics are acquiring wealth, sustaining wealth, and growing wealth. Acquiring wealth is just how to acquire a new cash flow. And this is like a cycle, these three steps. Because when you get your first way you acquire wealth, maybe through a nine to five job. Then you take the money that you earn from there, how do you sustain that? We go through how to pay yourself 10% into a savings account, grow a savings account large enough so you can then take that money and fund your second cash flow, right? And how to grow new cash flow streams so you could have more and more money coming in slowly. And then the last pillar growing that wealth is how to invest, like in the stock market and real estate. We're gonna talk about different types of investments, how to grow your wealth, not just keeping in the savings account. Saving money does not, is not what we're supposed to be doing. I know society teaches us, save money, save money, work a nine to five and then save all your money. Listen, if they're printing $2 trillion, what's the point of saving money? If the bank is giving you 0.01% interest, why do you have your money there? When they're taking your money, investing it in the stock market and getting on average 10%, you have access to the same stock market index funds that, they, that they're gonna be putting most of their money into. Yeah, they have different complex strategies as well, but investing in the market is not that hard. Stop listening to people that say the stock market is bad, like or have all this negative outlook on all these things. If those beliefs are in your head, you have to unlearn all of them. You have to recreate your belief system. That's actually another thing that we go through in the spiritual pillar. I didn't mention that. Recreating your belief system. We decompose what your belief is, what a belief is, and how to reconstruct your beliefs to align yourself with a more successful life. These five things are common traits that literally people like Abraham Lincoln, Henry Ford, Napoleon Hill, all of history's most successful people, John D. Rockefeller, they all had these traits. They talk about it, they wrote books, the information is there. I just went out and read all of them. I just went out, watched every documentary, and studied that all the research I can from history's most successful people, even dating back to the philosophers like Socrates, going back, learning from history's most successful people all the way to today's most influential people like Jeff Bezos, Tim Cook. That's how I was able to develop this five pillars of evolution strategy. It's worked tremendously for me. Right now I'm 24 years old. I've been a six-figure earner since I was 22. I've been investing in the stock market since I was 22. I'm a top performer at my job. I'm gonna be completely honest with you all. I'm still at my nine to five job because I love what I do. I work in the financial industry. I work with trillion dollar portfolio managers. I work with them on how to manage their portfolios on a daily basis, specifically in the performance side of things. It's amazing. And I'm the top performer on my team globally. I say that very proudly, very humbly. The reason why I say that, not to brag, the reason why I say that is because I work my ass off on a daily basis. I grind. I have pillar number one, motivation, my why. So I wake up and put 120% in every single day, day in, day out. And then I work on my side hustle. That's what I do. That's why I have been so successful so early in my life. People talk to me and they're like, Oliver, how old are you? You have all this knowledge. You're only 24. I'm like, yeah, but it, it doesn't, age does not matter. If I spent the last three years of my life researching and gaining all this knowledge and applying that knowledge, what does it matter my age? They get surprised. 
because they have not come across this amount of knowledge until they're 30, 35, maybe even 40. You don't have to wait that long. Life is short. And when I say life is short, it's because this time starts going by fast. So what you do on a daily basis really matters. You really have to take the right action. And that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I, after everything I've learned, I have to share it. It will be a sin. It will be an injustice to not share my knowledge. I don't even care about how many listeners I get. If one or two people listen to this episode, listen to this podcast in general, and are able to gain the value that I'm providing, I'm happy. I just need to know that I tried my best to relay this information to the world. So whoever wants to pick it up, it's there for them to pick it up. And with that, that's the end of episode number one. I can't wait to hear some of your feedback. Make sure you send this out, like, comment, and share this episode so other people who really need to hear this can learn from this. If you're gonna make any contribution, like and share this episode. And comment your thoughts as well. Comment some thoughts about what you wanna hear, what you wanna hear me speak about, what you want me to elaborate on, whether it's one of the five pillars of evolution, whatever it may be, I'm happy to go deep on anything that you want to hear. I'm here to provide value to you. So this is listener-centric. I'm gonna be whatever you wanna hear and you provide feedback on, I'm gonna drill down. Leave a comment any topic you want to talk about, current events, historical events, and we're going to break it down. Stay tuned for next week. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you slam that subscribe button and share this episode with somebody who needs to hear this. There's definitely somebody that you know that could benefit from hearing the information we discuss on the Evolution Podcast. And for all those loyal subscribers, make sure you visit www.positivitychef.com slash free gift to claim your free gift for subscribing to this channel and being an evolver. Until next time, stay positive.